I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome aboard PLT Airlines. Can I get you something to drink? Tea, coffee, vodka paralyzer? <laughs> Welcome to Poor Little Thing, the podcast, also known as PLT, the podcast where we share and discuss stories involving life's poor little things. Like that time you felt a zit coming on your face and you weren't 100% if it was ready to be popped, but you couldn't stop obsessing about it. You kept asking different friends, do you think it's ready? Do you think it's ready, Brad? And they all said no, but you had to get it. So you excused yourself to the bathroom for a number one, but everyone knew you were going in there to pop. You kept trying and trying, even though everyone said it wasn't ready. You continued to squeeze your face like you were a crazy person. And next thing you know, your face looked like that guy from the proactive commercials in the 90s who said that everyone said that he ate too many chocolate bars. Honey, I hate to tell you, but you're a PLT. Mm-hmm. I am Ryan Steele. And with me as always is the late, great Amy Goodmurphy. Wait, wait, great. <laughs> like I'm dead? Yeah. Hey. One day that's going to be a thing. The late, great Amy Goodmurphy. What? Sorry, it's a little dark. Holy shit. Hi. <laughs> She's not dead. Hi, everyone. The late, great. The late, great. <laughs> and that's all they'll say. Yeah. The late, great. Well, what was she great for? We don't talk about no, she. We, no, she was Jurassic, Jurassic World commercial. Oh, yeah. And then she was in the, the 7-Eleven commercial. Yeah. She was at the Fairstone Fair. <gasps> she was in a lot of commercials. Yeah, she, was a, she was a dyke gym teacher in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. How you doing? I'm really good. Thank you. Good. I'm good too. Can I tell you something? Please do. Listen, I was going to start off talking about something else, mm-hmm. but something I can't, I need to get this off my chest. Okay. The amount of snot rockets I have seen for men, mm-hmm. uh, any street I'm driving by, I'm walking by, it doesn't matter. They are putting one finger to one side of their nostrils and snot rocketing out the other onto the ground. And then they're always consistently, because I wait to watch, wiping the residue off their face and then continuing about their day. Sometimes they're home looking, homeless looking men. Yeah. Other times they look like they have homes. Where are you? Is this- Everywhere. Oh. I saw one down the street from your place on the way over here. Really? This is why I have to talk about it. Stop snot rocketing. It's fucking disgusting. I haven't seen anyone do it except my dad when I was in Merritt. He likes to do it a lot. Listen, I've seen my dad do it too. And I don't like it. I'm not saying that our families are exempt. Yeah. I'm saying let's change the culture. Let's change the narrative. Yeah, I get it. No more snot rocketing. Yeah, and have a sanitizer, a, a packet in your hand, you know, pocket so you can wipe your hands after a yeah. bitch. Or how about carry a little Kleenex in your freaking mm. ever heard of a actually handkerchiefs are disgusting. Yeah. What about handkerchiefs? Yeah. You blow snot into it and then you put it back in your pocket. Yeah, my mom, when, when, whenever she blew her nose, I remember growing up, she would use the same Kleenex so many times until it would almost disintegrate. I was like, wow. Whoa. I was trying to save a couple of bucks. Well, listen. Okay, now I feel bad. Here's the thing. What about people who have you ever seen someone hand a handkerchief to someone else to use? No. I've seen it multiple times in my life. Really? A handkerchief. A handkerchief. What are they doing with handkerchiefs? I didn't grow up in the 1930s. Yeah. Ugh. Toots. Anyways. Okay. Here's what I really want to talk about. Okay. Sorry about that. Thanks for the rant. It's all good. Oh, my God. I know this is not a new thing, 
but mufflers, mm-hmm. custom mufflers on cars yeah. go to hell. <laughs> it is so brutal. I was sitting having a beer with my gal the other night on Main Street. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We were sitting there having a brew. Cars were going past. It's a main, it's a literal Main Street. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That wasn't bothersome. But then a couple minutes go by. A car, a, this idiot drives past, revs his custom muffler because mm. I know it's custom. Yeah. I can tell. Okay. And revs it and then <laughs> revs off. What the fuck? And I know the whole joke is like, what do you want us to do? Show us your tits and be like, yeah, yeah baby, that's, that's fucking hot. Yeah. It is not hot. Mm-hmm. It's so annoying. And you know what else I saw the other day? What's that? Listen, I'm not done yet. Okay. This podcast is starring me and me only. <laughs> I was on a walk. And I saw a man in that was like older than me in his 40s. He was driving a Range Rover yeah. with custom mufflers. Oh, my God. So he was ripping through this nice neighborhood with his disgusting, embarrassing PL fucking T mufflers that he paid for to put on a very nice vehicle mm-hmm. to just sound like a loud douche. Oh, wow. What if that was your husband or your boyfriend? Yeah, I would be no. old. Yeah, that kind of, yeah, that, I'm from Langley. There was a lot of that and I was embarrassed for all of them. But what if that, I'm just like, what if you were dating somebody and all of a sudden you found out that they did a custom muffler? <sighs> Depends how hot they are. No, oh, I don't yeah. care if you're a fucking Angelina Jolie. <laughs> I might kiss you a little, get a little cozy, but then I'd say, hey, see you later. Yeah, or you, or you have to change that bitch. Yeah. Yeah, Hey, go get a Ford Focus. It, well, you can have a nice car. You can have a nicer car. You just stop getting, stop paying for custom mufflers. Please stop snot rocketing and paying for please, custom mufflers. Please. please. Can I tell you something? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Oh. We forgot. <laughs> Imagine you wanted to say something again. I do. And that should we get to our guest? No. <laughs> we forgot to introduce our first special guest. Mm. For the first time in PLT history, yeah. we have a guest in the intro. We would like to introduce Josephine. For our Patreon users, you can see that Amy is holding up a very small dog named Josephine. This is Josephine. She's a forever baby. You can see her pig belly. I also call her pig. Anyway, she's um Jenny's mother's dog. Mm-hmm. And we are um we are dog sitting. Okay. Okay. So um, I went on a date with a spy. What? <laughs> okay. What? The backstory on this. He's this very, very handsome gentleman, big, tall man. Yeah. Thought he was straight. Came into my bar. I sat at my bar like, I want to say about a year ago. And I was like, who's this? But like, I'm not, what am I supposed to, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I'm not good at moves. Right. I, don't, I don't really flirt. I just try to do the, you know, maybe a little, little look too long maybe kind of thing. Maybe tip your hat. Yeah. Maybe you go like this, tip your hat. Yeah. Or like, where are you from? How long? You know, I'll start the conversation yeah. see where it goes. And then maybe it could lead to Instagram and then you can really like look at more things. Oh, yeah. So the first time he came in, like nothing, just like radio silence. Fine. Then he comes in a few months later and that's the time we talk more. I'm like, Oh, I remember you, blah, blah, blah. We, we follow each other on Instagram and it's, and then I see you know, he's gay, obviously. And I'm like, Oh my God. But then he was leaving the next day. So nothing. And then, so now he's coming again because his family, he lives in Ottawa, but his family lives here and he's, he's like, Hey, I'm going to be there. Blah, blah, blah. So, um, we went out, I met him at score, you know, he likes it there. So we had some drinks and then I knew he worked for the government and I jokingly went, yeah, you're probably a spy or something, aren't you? Cause he's moving away to a different country. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I joked like, are you a spy? And yeah. then he said nothing. And then like maybe two more drinks later, he went, started laughing. He's like, I'm going to tell you something. He's like, I am a spy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I don't know if he's like, but, but he's like, but don't worry. It's like, there's lots of us. We're like, there's spies everywhere. You know what I mean? And What's he spying on? I don't know. You. Maybe. Are oh, you under imagine. investigation? That would make sense. Well, I get all those texts, you know, the, all those um, calls that, you know, I'm fraud and <laughs> hey, I owe hey, taxes. Yeah. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe all that's true. Anyway, I just like to say that I went on a date with a spy. You're dating a spy. Yeah. Yeah. I get and then that. he left and then I walked him to the corner and then we didn't even kiss or anything. He's like, okay, bye. Um, all right. Well, cool. <laughs> that's very crazy. Your new yeah. life is your new life yeah. of dating a spy is fucked. I know. Um, guess what? What? Harry Styles. I love him. Okay. Well, can I tell you something? Yeah, please do. So I was talking to a friend of mine, Brian, about this, and he was like, thanks to Ryan, who is the Ryan Steele is the move, the music buff rather. Like, and I never know what the newest jam is. Who's mm. who? I don't know. No. But when I come here or sometimes he'll send me a song and I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, Harry Styles, like I kind of just thought, okay, he's like for the maybe younger generation. He's like the new, like little cutie patoot, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. He's got some songs on the radio. Didn't really think much about him, yeah. I guess. But like, Wow, was he ever, he's like being treated like the Beatles wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. The Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> the Beatles. Like, Amy's in her late 30s. I, I'm in my late 30s, but I 
Okay. Anyways, so um, like the Beatles or like the Backstreet Boys. Okay, there you okay. go. There you Sorry. go. Sorry. <laughs> wow, I'm really aging fast. Yeah, I know. So anyways, um, I was talking to Brian and I said to Brian the other day, we were talking, music came up and I said, hey, have you heard the new Harry Styles yes, album? Yes, you did. And he was like, yes. And he's like, you know what? I get it. And I was like, I get it too. Mm-hmm. So thanks to Ryan Steele, I like, I get it now. He's this beautiful man. His music is hit after fucking hit on that album. And he talks about sexuality. So like it's fluid and he's cute and he paints his nails and he wears makeup. And Mm -hmm. I'm uh, listen, I get it. Yeah. My friends, Sydney and Libby were at his show at Wembley stadium last night in England. Okay. And he had like a big pride flag on stage with him. I, He's a great guy. That guy's the guy. We should get him on the pod. Let's get him on the pod. If anybody knows Harry Styles' email or phone number, please message us on Ryan and Amy Show yeah. on Instagram and let us know. Yeah, because we'd love it. We'd have a nice time. Yeah. Yeah, we could do it. <laughs> Harry Styles. No, I love him. He's very, very, um, he's very talented. Yeah. This music in a sushi restaurant. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Oh, some watermelon. <laughs> sugar it's high. It's sugar high. <laughs> that was perfect. Hey, um, I have to admit something. What's that? So I'm a total spin girl now. Oh, it happened. Oh my God. Okay. Remember how I was like talking, you guys have been on my spin journey and remember how I was like talking about that girl who was like telling us to take out our cayenne pepper Yeah, yeah, yeah. and fucking dip into our spice rack. And the other girl who was like, remember the girl who was, was oh yeah, oh yeah, come on girls. Woo. And I was like, fuck now when they're like, how are we doing out there? I'm like, ah, <laughs> ah, let's go girls. Turn it up. Are you? Honestly, I went the other day with Jenny and a song came on that I liked and I just went, No, you did it. Yes. And then another girl on the other side of the room went, I don't know if I like that. Well, you fuck off. (laughs) Anyways, yeah. So I'm a crazy spin girl now. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Yeah. And like, also, I probably owe some people an apology. So I'm sorry if I offended you and I still don't want to go into my spice rack and pull out like the cayenne pepper. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the... um, one of the spin instructors, this gay spin instructor was like, come on, girls, let's spice it up. And I was like, OK, I can be a little spicy. <laughs> I don't again, I don't want to go into my rack. No, yeah, that's too descriptive. But I do like to turn it up a little bit. Also, did you say you're gay spin instructor? Yeah, I've never heard of that. A gay spin no, instructor. No, I know. Instructor. I actually thought it was banned. Wow. Yeah, but there was actually maybe I just outed him. Oh, shit. Oh, shoot. Sorry, we're not going to edit that out, though. He had, a, he had an 80s night. He had oh. an 80s. It was 80s. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) My thick Canadian dude accent. (laughs) Why don't you do another Australian? The Australian accent was so popular. Mm -hmm. We got a lot of DMs. What accent do you want? Okay. I would like you to do your best um, Italian accent. Okay. Franz, this is for you because he likes accents. Okay. Um, Buongiorno, kids. Come to my place. We have crayons and we have good times with spaghetti. And maybe we sit down and we play chocolate games. Maybe we sit down. First of all, yeah. why are you inviting children to your house? Because they're my friends. No, you're inviting children to your house. You said you had crayons and maybe you'll play chocolate games. I just like give it in my head. But if you think about that, it does sound gross. That ch- <laughs> we'll have some scatting. Yeah, yeah, ew, ew, ew. Amy, you went there. You did. Oh my god, that's gross. That's none of my business. I don't want to know that stuff. Okay, I'm gonna talk about something happier. What? I just want to say that, like, um, happy Beyonce month. <gasps> We'll tell, I know you're excited, so tell everyone. Okay, so we you know we record these a little bit before they air, but Beyonce has an album coming on July 29th. Yeah. I'm very excited. And her new single, at the point of recording this episode, you guys, we are hours away from her first single. By the time, time you hear this, it's going to be blaring in every car. It's going to be on my headphones for the majority of my entire run. You know, it's going to be on repeat. It's a dance anthem, apparently. I'm very oh excited. So now we are five hours away from it and I, I've been texting Clay today and he's, mm-hmm. he said, you know what he said to me? Yeah. I'm so nervous. <laughs> he's nervous. That's what an influence Beyonce has on us. I am very excited. I know. I, um, I'm definitely going to be wondering about you when, when the time comes. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I'm going to be wondering if you're okay. I know. I know. And then I'm going away tomorrow to Merit with my, a couple called my buds. Yeah. And like my two straight buddies and my straight dad. And this queen is probably going to be listening to Beyonce. <laughs> you guys hear the new song? Yeah. Dad, can I play it again? No, please, dad. Dad, you know you like it. Come dad, on, queen. Come on, queens. Yeah. Dad, let's do a TikTok video, yeah, please. I was just going to say that. Dad, can we please choreograph a TikTok to the new Beyonce? Come on, small head, Ross. You guys please. can help. Please. Please, small head. Please, small head. <laughs> well, there's no good transition for what I want to talk about next. <laughs> okay. But, um, so I have a friend um, 
you know, I'm not going to say her name just because yeah. I'm just not going to say this is something that mm-hmm. this is something that she she's a bit of a hypochondriac. Yeah. OK. And um, bless her. It's the only thing that's wrong with her. Anyways, she, in high school, I was thinking about her the other day and I was thinking about how you were going to talk about some fear thing. And in high school, this is just a really funny thing that we all used to like fucking razz her so bad for in high school. One time she came to our group and dead seriously said this was like another one of her um, fear, like another one of her like made up fucking crazy things that's never going to happen. She goes, you guys I'm like, we're like, yeah, she goes, I just thought of something and I'm like totally freaking out. And we're like, what? She's a brother. She goes, you know how like my brother, um, like obviously he's masturbating. He's a teenager. He's only a couple years older than us. She's like, obviously he's masturbating. We're like, okay, what? And she's yeah. like, and he's probably jacking off into the toilet. <gasps> what if his cum gets on the seat and I sit on it to go to the bathroom and I get impregnated by, by my brother's cum? Yeah, it's true. What? <laughs> we were like, what? We were fucking, none of us, not one of us was like, oh my God, I never thought about that. We're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Your brother's going to jizz on the toilet seat. You're going to sit on it. It's going to swim up your hole. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be impregnated accidentally by your brother. It happened to both my sisters for me <laughs> growing up. And Shut luckily up. we knew we had a good doctor. Next topic. Okay. <laughs> that's fucked. Um, okay. Let's get to our fucking guest. Okay. Our guest today is an American actor known for his roles on One Life to Live and Grace and Frankie, to name just a couple. He just wrapped Paramount's new movie, Barbie, happens to be a flaming homosexual and is most recently known for being dumped by ex boyfriend Elton John after uploading a video of them having sex on his OnlyFans. It's Scott <laughs> Evans. Yay! How did that get out it's there? It's everywhere, babe. It's, it's everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Oh. So why did you do that? Listen, honestly, I didn't think anyone would really find out. I didn't think anybody watched my own <laughs> Oh no, we do. My whole my whole group does. We always talk about yeah, it. Yeah, my whole family does. Uh, well, <laughs> like, do you have do you have like a hacking code? Because I'm not making any money from it. Um, yeah. Yeah, we do. We, do, we, oh, do. Sure. We, right. we have well, a hack in code where we don't pay for we, we, OnlyFans. We should have told him. <laughs> Is that a thing? A hack in code? I, I don't. Well, I said I said hacking. Also, I don't know about computer technology. So I don't even know. I just I have no I have no knowledge of it. So, but I'm sure there is. There yeah. has to be. I like the sound of hack in code. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a thing. It's you did it. Copy copyrighted copyrighted. Oh, putting it on t shirts. You can also find. Not that I've looked, but you can because uh, I do watch a decent amount a lot of porn. You can people like will rip these. Videos and just put them on regular on the internet, and you can find. Them. Yes, Look people are like, go to my OnlyFans, and you're like, I'm gonna go type your name into Google. <laughs> yeah, and or that, that's where you, I'll find it. Do you know it's a big sex thing though? Twitter. There's so much fucking nudity and sex on Twitter. All the porn stars have Twitter accounts. I mean, my friend told me. And um, if you go, yeah, there's just you can see a lot Who's of shit. Your friend? Oh. That's that's like actually my go to. I, like, I don't know why I'm confessing that, but Twitter is the yeah. thing. It's like I guess it's like the new Tumblr kind of. Yes, it is definitely. I am out of the loop. First of all, I hate Twitter. <laughs> uh, me too. Oh, I don't go on to post or like read anything other than porn. Oh, okay, <laughs> but nobody told yeah. me there was porn on there. I guess I'm getting yeah. back on Twitter. Yep. I got to get on there. <laughs> I go see some. But some it's movies. also. But it's also terrifying because like you never like what if you accidentally click like a like or like do something on it because people can see what you like on yeah. twitter and then it's like you're screwed that's what scott's what yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody wants to know <laughs> nobody can know what i'm watching no, they, we can't know it's too it's scary weird, yeah. also i love that you don't like twitter because you're the only other person honestly i've ever met in my life that does everyone's always like i love twitter i get my news from twitter oh. i can't wait to see i love seeing the twitter feuds I could give a fuck and it's overwhelming. I don't care. People get like so mad too. They're just like, you never post on Twitter. I'm like, I hardly post like anywhere. And when I do, I feel like this is, I feel gross about it. I'm so bad at social media. I just like, I have friends that are just like every day posting things. People are like, check out my new shirt. And I'm like, oh my <laughs> God. Like, I just can't, I can't even do it. I post like birthday posts and that's like what my social media is for to say happy birthday to my friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're going to say to yourself, <laughs> to say happy birthday to myself, <laughs> to my friends and family. And then like, but then that also becomes an issue because people will be like, oh, no post this year. And I'm like, oh, well, be a better friend. <laughs> yeah. Me and Amy, yeah. we talk about once in a while we need to like we'll do a post like maybe once a month just for a little tension we need a little attention just a little tension we'll post yeah. a photo yeah, it's maybe like, from like three years ago we thought we looked pretty good or something yeah. hey to that time i was in tulum you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah throwback pictures like mem- oh man look at this mm-hmm. the, just the lighting was so good it's like i look fucking skinny and like yeah. gorgeous i'm like mm-hmm. look i just loved this house throwback thursday I, a flashback friday absolutely i edited the shit out of my face <laughs> everyone tuned it so much yeah, everyone who really knows me knows i don't look like this anyways okay <laughs> Um, we should talk about you. Listen, 
Let's start from the beginning, okay? Mm-hmm. We understand that you dressed up as Bette Midler for Halloween when you were a child, but you didn't come out until you but you didn't come out until you were 19. Which one is your true coming out story? Because I don't get it. My true coming out story is the womb, like oh. is birth. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my mother loves to say, she's like, when I gave birth to you, I was like, oh, yes, I got a gay one. And I'm like, did I come out with jazz hands? Like, was I like, hi, like, I'm here. Um, no, but it's just like, I mean, you can't, there's not a home video. There's not a, a picture, a photo of me growing up that it's sort of just like, okay, like, <laughs> oh, this. Oh, this poor, poor little thing. Like, oh, this guy, like whatever. <laughs> but it's crazy because like in high school, I also didn't go through puberty until I was like 18. So it was kind of like, like, is this, is this kid gay or is he just a boy soprano? Like he, <laughs> is his voice not, just not changing. Right. Um, but yeah, I had, I had girlfriends. I was, okay. but it was like, you know, musical theater. I also, I did like sports and stuff. It was, it was, I, there's no re- there's no reason that anybody shouldn't have known. Mm-hmm. Like when I came out to my mother, I was like, I think I might be gay, and she was like, You think? Can you pass me a napkin? <laughs> like she just, it, it was like, okay, like finally you told me. I'm like, okay, can I? Like, there's no drama, like nothing. That's amazing. Oh. And then what? So what about Bette Midler? When you is that yeah. true? Is that true that you went as Bette Midler? Oh, Bette Midler was like that, that, Bette Midler was my. I used to like going to bed uh, like every night. My little tape player I had from a distance, like on a cassette oh. tape, and I just would like play it, like just listening to it, and then I rewind it and play it again. Going to bed, it was just it was my song. She was from a. She distance. was my. She was my girl. Yes, from a distance. Keep going. The world looks blue and Go on. Green. Go on. Wow. Hit it. And the pit. I forget the words. Sorry. Bet. <laughs> oh Sorry, Bat. Um, okay, though. So for real, baby Scott was born in Sudbury, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. That's a, can you say that for me? Massachusetts. Ma- it's hard. Massachusetts. It's a hard one. I can't say it. Massachusetts. Chew. No, the middle. The middle syllable is chew. Like chew. on food. Massachusetts. Massachusetts on a seat. Oh, Massachusetts. Oh. There you go. We're Canadian Ma- trash. Massachusetts. <laughs> okay. Then uh, so yeah, you were born there, and, and then what? Well, I, I like I graduated high school early. Little gay Scott was like, I gotta get, I gotta get out of here. I was like, you know what? I and first of all, people are always like, oh, you're so smart. And I'm like, graduating high school early is actually like the simplest thing. They, people they just keep you there for too long. Like it was sort of just like you had to double up on like math and English credits the first mm-hmm. semester, which I love math, favorite subject, which I was a mathematician. Wow. Um, and then and then I got out of there in December and I moved to New York with my older sister. Like three months after 9-11, so rent was really cheap and the city was like extremely safe. Um, my mother was like, you can't go to New York. Like she was, she was a mess. Yeah. And I moved to New York and I was like, you know, basically to, to be, take dance class and be gay. And, yes. And boy, did I ever. <laughs> she moved to the big city to be gay. Oh my God. And that, that, truly, truly. And I was like, I'm going to be on Broadway. I'm going to be a star. And then my mother was like, you need to go to college. I was like, I don't want to go to college. And there was George Bush at the time was talking about reinstating the draft. And she was like, if you're, if you're not in school, you're going to be drafted. I was like, mom, like nobody is putting me <laughs> in a war. Get him, Scott. Like, just, Get him. They're going to be like, I, not only do I have flat feet, but I'm also very, very gay. So, <laughs> uh, but then she was like, you have to. And so I applied to school and got into college in New York. So I stayed there and you didn't have to go to war. New York. I didn't have to go to war. Oh I would be God. horrible in war. I like every time I have a war dream, I don't like my, <sighs> this is what I, this is what happens in dreams. I don't fight. I play dead in my dreams. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I, I wake up, I wake up so embarrassed. I'm just like, you little bitch. Like what? You just, you laid down and like bullets are flying and people are dying and you're just playing dead. Oh wow. my God. It reminds me of that time. Remember I had that war. I thought you were saying. I, I'll tell you a little quick story. I had, the, I had a war dream and, um, I was not playing dead, honey. I was living in a bunker under mud and I was housing all the women and all the soldiers were coming. This is one of the most vivid dreams I've ever had. We talked about this on episode one of PLT. And oh my God. The soldiers were coming in to rape the women and but they didn't want to rape me they just wanted to rape the other women that i was housing and i was secretly housing them but they knew they were there and they would come and they would go we want the women and i'd be like no take this bread instead <laughs> and i would give them different things so that they wouldn't sexually assault the women and That's then they'd so be smart. like oh they'd be like well i don't know if i want this bread i'd be like fine take this thing then yeah. take this celery bunch yeah. and then they would take it and they'd be like okay but we'll we're coming back yeah Oh my God. So it was like stone soup, but like war and rape. Yeah. Uh huh. 
Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, that's a very, that's a crazy, that's a crazy dream. Amy was <laughs> yeah. in a really dark time. I was, was really going through a really dark place. It was in a really <laughs> dark place. Anyways. Um, okay. So you and your brother, Chris Evans and your mom, Lisa Capuano. Is that how you say it? Uh, yeah, that's, that's her maiden name. Yes. Are, are all actors. Um, did your mom become. Oh actor? God. Is she, 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 she's acted. She's acted. Oh, act, okay. 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 She was a, a dancer maybe. Well, she, yeah, it's, uh, that is so funny. Um, well, my whole family, it was sort of like a family affair. Like there was this, the local children's theater that my older sister started at. And I think it was kind of just easy for, for carpool for after school activities. Cause there were four four of us and so we all kind of just did the the plays mm. and like the theater and like you know thank god because now <laughs> chris is like paying for their house um <laughs> but like it, it like we sort of just like fell into it we were all very theatrical and then my mother now actually runs that children's theater that we we grew Whoa. up at my um i did a lot of i did a lot of like local community theater growing up i like i ha- had an incredible young singing boy voice and then i found booze and it's gone <laughs> um but it was i like it was the living such a, a wonderful childhood existence in community theater and i got my father to do a show at one point with me my mother oh my did a show at one point yeah and then when i was on the soap they needed someone to play my mom and they were trying to cast it and the executive producer was sort of like, we're having trouble finding someone. But you said like your mom acts, right? I was like, well, I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't act like she, I, I bet she could do it. Like I've seen her do like plays and stuff. And she, she came and did four episodes on, uh, on the soap with me and played my mom. And it was, it was wild. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. And you said your dad also acted in something with you. Oh, I, I was uh, apparently a liar also when I was a kid and somebody had to drop out of a play that a local play that I was doing and they needed someone. It was a small part. And I said that my dad, I don't know where I got it, but I said that my dad had gone to Yale drama. Totally made it up. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. And they, which I, I mean, but then they brought him in and it's, it's, I, I mean, he was a star, but like not in, in the worst possible way, but yeah, he came in and it was just, it was, just, it was crazy. So I, yeah, I've done, uh, I've done shows with everybody in my family, which is, we were, we were like the, the Von Trapps or the Partridge family. Yes. The traveling, the Evans. traveling Evans. Yeah. What about oh my gosh. your older sister though? You said, so she's the one that kind of pioneered the way, but is she still acting yeah. too? She actually, she went to NYU as well for, for drama and everything and I, I remember when I when we moved to New York together we were like auditioning together it's the, the auditioning for Broadway as a, a female is just a way a way worse experience than it is for uh, a male is it's, it why just, why we know nothing well, about there's it. just um there's just a million more there's a million more girls that show up and it's just you know even when you go into like an open call it's the first thing they do is they type you out so they'll just walk down and be like you don't look like what we want you don't and just send you home so it's like you could wow. be my older sister can sing her goddamn face off she's insanely talented she's still my favorite performer i love her to that when you were talking about they would just like look at you and say you don't look the part what was that movie with um elizabeth berkeley remember she was a stripper from oh showgirls showgirls yeah. it reminds me of yeah. showgirls when they would just come out and be like get out of here sis you don't got it and they'd be remember that yeah. they would, it's like it's like the worst they yeah. just walked out and they're like you don't look it oh well, yeah those boobs are not no. good enough well, I get exactly. it. Yeah. If your breasts are on point, much like what you were telling us your sister went through, <laughs> then you're not getting the part. Yeah. It that. was all, all about the breasts. Of oh course it God. is. Well, honey, do I know Hollywood? Do I know New York City? Yes, I do. Do I know Massachusetts? Yes, I do. Massachusetts. I'm the first person ever to probably say that. Here's the thing. You had a reoccurring role on a show called Grace and Frankie. Which starts you did, okay? And it stars someone called Jane Fonda. Mm -hmm. Also, maybe someone called Lily Tomlin. What? Excuse me? What the hell was that like? Honestly, it was, I was like, I felt like I didn't even deserve it. I was just like, why am I, what am I, like one of my first days, it was a group scene with Lily Jane, Martin Sheen, and Sam Watterson. I was just like, what am I doing here? I was like, <laughs> it was just so, so weird. The, the best part of the whole experience was the fact that I did have, there was a scene with Jane Fonda where like I say something and my character was like in the closet and they were all like, this guy is a, a, a homo. <laughs> You can, this you guy can say is that uh, a homo. 
And I like said something and Jane Fonda has a line to me where she looks at me and she goes, oh, don't try to be butch, Stephanie. And it's just like, <laughs> we had to do t- like take after take of her just <laughs> looking at me saying, don't try to be butch, Stephanie. And I was like, this is the greatest day. Oh my um, God. But like nine to five was like, I, it was me and my brother and sister, we watched it at least once a week growing up and I could like quote it and I walked in and I was just like, can I? And I'm like, oh. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be that guy. I can't be that guy. Yeah. That's fucking insane. And tell us what the audition process was like for that. Well, the it was actually, it was crazy. I was, um, they it sent, it was like before now everything is like self tapes. It was like went in, I like got it. I had to go in and do the audition, but I was flying to it like started in two days and I was flying to New York like that day to do a talk show with my brother because when he asks, I go and <laughs> I tell a sad story about my life. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I auditioned, I got on the plane to go. And when I landed, they were, I got a call saying you got it and you have to come back. So I could, I had to like get back on a plane and come back. And it was just like, it was, it was very fast. Uh, and it was only supposed to be for a couple episodes. And then the next season they, they brought me back, which was amazing. And I got to sing on the show and oh. it, it was it, just do a lot of stuff like with Martin Sheen, who is, who is like this sweet, like he is the sweetest, most in, incredible person on the planet. Like I'm, I'm in love with him. Um, but I actually, funny, I sent a picture of, uh, him and me to, uh, or I posted it at one point and my cousin, one of my cousins sent me a text and she was like, her daughter was like 15 at the time and saw the picture and was like, Oh, cool. Is that Scott's new boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> and she was know. like, cause she didn't know it was Martin Sheen, but I was like, what? What? She, what does she think I'm, I'm dating? Like, well, come I, on. She knows the gays. Mm-hmm. She knows the gay men. Yeah. She knows. The well, gay I'm guys. like, is that what, is that what she thinks of me? Which she's <laughs> I'm not wrong. Yeah. Well, Hey, save it for the question yeah, later. We're getting into we're, that. We're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. <laughs> um, yeah. You just wrapped filming the new Barbie movie starring Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie and, and Scott Evans. Yeah. Um, can well, you, can he's, you, he's in it too. Can, yes. can you talk about what your role is and how your, your experience was on set? Yeah. What can you say? Um, okay. So like I, it's so funny. Like, first of all, I, when I got it, I was like, this is a joke. I almost didn't like even submit for it. It was Valentine. It was Super Bowl weekend, Valentine's day weekend. And it was like a Friday. And I found out that my manager was like, you, they want you to tape for Barbie. I was like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to be in Barbie. Um, and they were like, and they needed, they needed quick. I was like having a Super Bowl party. And then there was another audition that was like, had way more scenes and it was like a smaller project. And so I was like, I'm going to focus on that one. I had to get them both done. So I focused all my energy on that one, kind of take the Barbie. And my boyfriend is like, really, he's very helpful. Uh, I, I, I get, I can, I can get very mad. Um, but like just with all the safe self tape stuff, he's become very helpful with it. So we spent a lot of time in this other one and then we taped the Barbie one and didn't hear anything. And when I found out I got it, I was like, this is, this can't be real. And I had to be in London a couple days later. And for the first couple of weeks, I was like, they're going to see me and fire me. This is, I'm. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. <laughs> gonna, they're they're gonna say action and they're gonna say cut you're fired like it was it was a, I, I was a ball of stress and just being on set with all these people that i and they all just the way everybody talks is very like very uh, they're in the in the business in the thick of it and i'm just i just went two years without a job so it's like i it, it felt i felt uh very much like a um 
small fish in a big in a big giant in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was I can't. The scary part about it is, is I had to like you know obviously sign all these things that I can't talk about, and I was like, I'm not saying a damn word. And like there have been people that have been like saying a little too much and getting a little in trouble. So I I hate these people, but I can't, obviously can't I can't say like what my role is, but. The experience on set in general was just, I mean, in terms of like what I worked on and like my, in my short, small career, it was unreal. It was unbelievable. The caliber, like of people, like the, the, even like the, the costume designers and the, um, like we, uh, Rodrigo Prieto, who was our, our cinematographer was nominated for an Oscar for Brokeback Mountain. Like oh, wow. he did Brokeback oh, Mountain. God. And so like, like the costume designer has won two Oscars and been nominated 18 times. And so just like, sur- and like, and then Greta fucking Gerwig, it was just to be getting texts from these people oh. saying like, great job today oh, was just God. like, does this make sense? Like, <sighs> does this make sense to me? Um, but it just, it ended up, I was I was there for three a little over three months. Oh wow! And yeah, it was which I just I just got back. I like don't know what day it is or what time it is. Can I ask you? Okay, one thing though: Are you Barbie? <laughs> yeah. Come on, yeah. Scott! Please, please, please tell us, please. please. Maybe, maybe, maybe in this, maybe in the sequel. Okay. Oh my god, that sounds like there's scoop. I'm like, I hope there's a sequel, and I'm just yeah. trying to think about. It. I'm like, if there even is, like, people are like, well, it's probably going to be like a standalone. I'm like, no, there's more story to tell. Yeah, well, these these characters have a lot to say. You're getting yes. in trouble. Yeah. You're getting in trouble. Yeah. He's getting in trouble. Oh my god. Right? Listen, no, there's everyone's already gotten in trouble for, for things. Not, no. not me. This is amazing. And you know, it's so, it's really cool and refreshing to hear you talk because Ryan and I are both TV film actors too. And like to hear you say how, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I guess really what I want to say is like, I guess the insecurity never goes away. Like, <laughs> just never. Like, you know, like it didn't even, it wasn't even, it was like first two months. I still was sort of like, they, could still, I don't think I've shot enough. I think they could still cut me out of this. Like, right, I don't, right. I don't think I'm going to be in this. And then of course, like towards the end, the conversation started where I'm like, I guess this is what people that work a lot talk about. Just being like, Oh, what are you doing next? And I was yes. like, I, I, uh, Oh, I, what next? <laughs> uh, I guess trip. cell, cell, cell tape. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like everyone was just like, Oh, well I'm up. I'm, I could do this. this. Like, and I was like, this is not, and it got to a point like before I, I tried to just be like, Oh, I, I, you know, this, this and this. And then eventually I was like, you know what guys, this is you guys. I, I don't know. This yeah. is not my world. This right. is not my world. And I, I, there's so many people that like, I love from it, but it just like, it was very strange for me to be a part of this. And then, of course, every time I'd say that, they're like, you belong! And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I, I, oh my god, Ryan. Do you have his phone number? He's, I... His production number. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably, need, like, disconnected now. Yeah, if you we'll just, we want to want to want like, He is, uh, like, him and Margot, it's just, like, these are the people that, like, could be, like, divas, like, assholes, like, not showing up. He Even, like, like Will Ferrell, like, they when you like need someone for eyeline or whatever in a scene, like not necessary. You don't have to be there. They be there. And they were just there and happy and working and so effing sweet. It's crazy. It's crazy. And, and yes. So we're getting married basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what we got from it. We saw a video of you on your Instagram as a child singing Yankee doodle dandy. You can sing. No, no. But he said There's, he drank well, too much. He now. said he drank too much and he fucked up his vocal cords. A, a lot's happened to his throat. Listen, oh my god, I think you have a beautiful voice. It's yeah. nice and raspy. It's a little horny. It's a little touch horny. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, oh, all my all my friends are like, you're still talking. They're like, it's a little Harvey Firestein, <laughs> Will Arnett. I'm like, listen, it's I've been through some stuff. You're still talking? Oh yes, god. I'm telling yeah, a story. Exactly. <laughs> Ask me what I did today. Um. So, and you kind of touched on singing a little bit. Uh, previously in this interview, but what about like, have you done any like onstage stuff as an adult? Do you want to do, do you want to release a single? What's going on? I think, Oh God, no, I, I, it's like singing is like, has become such a, a stressful thing for me. I had like a very horrible audition experience from probably like 10 
probably 15 years ago in New York where like I started shaking to a point where like I didn't like during while I was singing to a point like uncontrollably oh, no. where it looked like I, I, I ended up just grabbing my stuff and walking out and I oh. had a big breakdown in New York. But that's what therapy is for. Yeah. Exactly. And stars. They're just like, like us. us. Oh my God, <laughs> Scott. No, you, Scott. Where's the, Scott. Where's the star? You're on Barbie, You're honey. You're on Barbie, Scott. Oh my God, three months. Not yet, they can still cut me. They're no. not going to cut you. Not they're three not months. Cut you. A lot of editing. No, 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 no you no, no, three no, months, no. they're not going to cut you. Imagine. Cut you. I know, there's like, there's some parts where I'm like right next to Ryan. I'm like, and this this scene is necessary. Isn't <laughs> it? Mm-hmm. So You're like leaning in more. They're, they're like, well, we have a budget. So CGI, I'm like. Yes, I just did, I just, oh fuck, I keep bringing this one thing up. I booked once all year. I just did a small spot in a movie called totally killer and love it people my friends have asked me because they know most of the time i am my scenes are cut but this one i was like i don't think this, they're like do you think it's gonna be cut i'm like i don't think so i'm with the star and it's like the beginning of like the story so i feel like yeah, they can't cut they can't. it and you're yeah. really well that's, that's just it it's like when you say something like you have the line that's integral to like the plot yeah it's sort of like i I'm not going to get caught. Like, <laughs> I'm in this. I'm actually in this movie. I, you guys, you guys should tune in. You're going to see me. <laughs> You're going to oh see me. God. I'm going to be there. Like yep. one of the first commercials I ever booked was like a speed stick commercial. And I was the oh. hero. I was the hero lead. Yes. And it was me and my girlfriend in Gastown, which is a part of Vancouver. It kind of looks like it could double for France or something. And I'm in a tux and she's beautiful. And we're on a night out. And then it was going to cut to like all these sports things like hockey, baseball. They booked all these other people. And I was waiting because it was my first big check. You know, I was like probably 24, 25. And then two months go by nothing. And then my agent let me know that they cut me from the commercial. <laughs> they cut the hero. I'm like, what? They went a different direction and they just focused on the sports. I was at this woman's house wow. that I did acting class with and I cried in front of her. Aww. She was like in her like 60s, 70s and I was, oh, I was so stupid. I was helping her. Um, we went through her closet to throw away some clothes because I'm gay and I know how to do that. Well, That's you do. Another, You're all the same. That's another story. But anyway, I cried. Her name was Judith and I cried in front of Judith. They, they cut me, Judith. Judith. And she said, fucking suck it She's up, She's like, kid. get to work. Yeah. She's like, what about <laughs> this blouse? Should I keep it? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Judith. But what about this blouse, faggot? Yeah, faggot. Um, oh. There's one more thing I want to say about uh, hero. So, you know, like they call in commercials, whatever, they, the hero, right? Is like the lead yes. role. That's what they call. Ryan was telling me about a story. Please tell him that quickly. We're like. Oh, there's a casting director in town. This is probably like. 10 years ago, but, um, there was, uh, it was a, an audition and this girl was very new, very green. And she just saw that it was, she was going out for hero. So she made her own like superhero outfit and showed up and like with a cape and, you know, spandex and stuff. And everyone, it, you were supposed to be dressed up like you were going to the club and she showed up and people, I guess, did, were too nice to say anything. And then the casting director, he's kind of a dick. He just walked in and went, what the hell is that? And she, she was like, what? Is she's like, awful? what are you wearing? And she goes, hero and he's like no oh my god you're like i'm holding out for it yeah (laughs) and then she left she left and she never came back (laughs) you just never saw her never heard from her again yeah isn't that awful listen that's that's what happens it is it is when your agent doesn't break down every little thing they expect you to know hero Uh, i got sent to an audition once i don't know there's a there's a a host he works on entertainment tonight or access hollywood he's his name is scott evans and he's black oh yeah and when yeah when i was in new york living in new york i i we must have had the same agent because i got a call to go to a commercial audition and i walked in and i i was in a room full of black men and (laughs) i I called my agent and i was like hey uh i think you sent the wrong scott evans um (laughs) what should i do they were like well do you want to stay i was like no i don't think i even what they want (laughs) do you want to stay no i'm not no, I have to fast forward a, a couple of questions because we have this question. Listen to this. There is a television personality by the name of Scott Evans. Has that ever caused any confusion? Which you just answered. Thank you. Well, not only that, not only that, we've we met years ago. We oh. I, we know each other, but like I still will get texts from friends being like, "Hey, can you get me into a world of dance?" Like you, I see you're hosting it, and I'm just like, you guys, like actually, <laughs> actually Google it. Like it's like people will be like, oh my god, you're a host at this event. I'm like, I didn't even get invited to that event. Like, <laughs> you, so, know, you know what makes me laugh? Um, there's this meme that Ryan and I love, where um, it's from, I think, Flavor of Love. Maybe I can't remember what it is. And all the daters are little people, and this girl, come, these two girls come in, and there's this video clip meme where she goes. 
How y'all doing? <laughs> oh, well, she goes, hi. Hey. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? That's, it's like, yeah. that's you like walking. Music. That's you walking oh, into that audition. I said that. Oh, 100%. <laughs> hi. <laughs> How y'all doing? <laughs> I walk up to the sign and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna make a call. Yeah, yeah. just make I'll be right sense. back. Yeah. Oh my god! I actually, just came like, in the wrong room, the wrong door. I'm looking for the bathroom. <laughs> um, Sorry, I think I'm I'm next door. Oh. Sneakers. <laughs> um, scoot, scooter, scooter. Every time we do an episode, <laughs> I always try to like make a joke to change the the guest names, and it's never funny. I, like it's on me. He's laughing because he thinks I'm a fucking loser. No, I think you're hilarious. But you know what, Scott? I want to call you what? Scooter. Does anybody call you Scooter? <laughs> you, you can call me Scooter. That's the cutest name. Ryan oh. said Scotty at one point, and oh. that's a lot of people in my life call me Scotty. Well, I'm gonna call you Scooter, honey. Scooter. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? <laughs> uh, hi, hi. How y'all doing? Hi, okay. Scooty. You and your brother uh, Chris like to scare the hell out of each other. Is this yes. something that you guys have been doing your whole life? Um, not us specifically. I, I have, I scare, I, that's like what I do. I have video, hundreds and hundreds of videos of scaring my friends. I used to live with a roommate. I actually posted, um, a couple, a couple years ago. It started with my, my roommate, James, that I was living with at the time. You should look it up. I'll, I'll send it to you guys. It's on, Please. on YouTube now. Well, it's actually everywhere. Yeah, we, I saw it at Gym Bar the other night recently because, uh, Jukin Media, like, saw the video and bought it from us and, like, what? paid it, like, and now you'll see him at bars getting scared because he has a really funny reaction when he's in like a high pitched scream. But I would scare him nonstop. And there's like, there's like 60, 70 clips of him just like just screaming. So I've always, I've always done it. And I just kind of started doing it, getting, getting Chris and <laughs> it, it became a thing. And then none of my friends have ever really gotten me back. I mean, Chris started getting me back and it was like, Oh, oh. all right. Okay, so now it's now it's like a thing. There's a, there's a few that uh, we uh, have like stored up that we haven't shared. We made some rules. We we quarantined together at the beginning of the pandemic. Okay, we spent like three months together, which was which we had a very fun time. Played a lot of uh, video games and scared each other a lot. <laughs> um, but we we at one point we started making rules that was like no scaring at night like whatever and then there was a couple times like he would do it and like my reaction is just very very angry like just immediately just immediately we said no night like it's, it's not yeah. it's not a funny reaction because i was genuinely very scared <laughs> so but yeah i and and listen, people love people love it, and like uh, that's that's why I also probably don't go on social media a lot because I sign on and it's just all these comments like, "What the fuck? Where's the next? Where's the next scare video? Stop, yeah. Jesus, you loser!" And I'm like, "Hey, oh I just was coming here to say that I have good news. Like, I, <laughs> Happy Father's Day, Dad. Like, jeez." My friend Ellen likes to scare people too. Yeah, you're good friend. Yeah, yeah, you're not. Oh yeah, me. she yes, she does. That one didn't land. I was holding on to that okay. one for a while. I'm gonna move on. <laughs> I knew. You're trying to say something. I was like, I have a joke. Yeah, it didn't. Like Ellen DeGeneres, like she, she scares people. We get it. It's time for PLT stories. Yay! Okay, so this happened a few years ago, pre-pandemic. Um, my partner, Jenny, she had some uh, good friends at work at the time. She was at a job before the, before the one she's at now. Doesn't matter, Amy. Go. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm working on telling shorter stories. So, um, she was wearing plaid that day, and I believe the temperature was a brisk 16 degrees Celsius. Let me be myself. Okay. So, anyways, um, one of her friends at work um, was having a birthday trip over on the Sunshine Coast, and they rented this beautiful house on the ocean. And they invited her, and they also invited me. They said, oh, well, you know, as a lesbian, girls, I get invited on girls' trips as the only partner, usually, if it's like, you know, all gals. So anyways, I, I got invited. I thought, hey, all right, I'll go. Yeah. But I, like, knew these girls, but, like, not super well, um, but, like, enough to, like, have fun and enjoy ourselves on the Sunshine Coast. It's a beautiful area. House was amazing. Anyways, we show up. Oh my God, we pick our rooms. It's great. I'm I'm the guest, right? They're all friends. I'm the guest. I get to sort of partake. Anyways, we are having a really nice time. We're eating whatever we want. We're drinking whatever we want, which is what I do anyways. Mm -hmm. But we know that gets me into trouble, doesn't it? Yeah. 
So we're eating whatever we want. And all of a sudden, we're kind of at a point in the day where we've all spent a lot of time together. And Jenny and I decide that we kind of want to go down to the beach. There's like these stairs. And we're like, oh, we're going to go down to the beach and just like, you know, watch the ocean sit and chill. And you girls are doing your thing. They're having fun, whatever. They're straight. We're gay. We need some time alone. Yeah. So only so many heteros, like how much time we can take with them. Right. Mm -hmm. So anyways, we go down to the beach and we're sitting there and I'm like, Oh, my stomach feels weird. Like, oh shoot. And but like the stairs, they're so like the they're these wooden zigzag stairs up a cliff. Uh, Marty stressed. Yeah. And uh I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, babe. I'm like, my stomach, like, ooh. And she's like, Are you okay? I'm like, oh, I think so. Shoot. Like, I don't know. And <laughs> shoot. shoot. And so I'm sitting there and I'm rubbing my stomach and I'm like, um, fuck, it's so far. Like, what but but like the beach, there's houses along the beach. So like I can't whatever's going to happen is not going to happen there. So I'm like, all of a sudden it hits me like a ton of bricks. And I'm like, we have to go, we have to go up now. And I'm like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen now. I am running up the zigzag stairs before I can. That's not helping. Uh, It's not helping. I'm running. So I'm pounding my body down, just basically shaking (laughs) crap. out of me. It has not released yet. And all of a sudden I turn a zigzag. Jenny's a few feet behind me. I can't help it. I, as I'm running, I'm pulling my pants down. There's a cliff. I emergency diarrhea. I'm emergency diarrheaing as I'm putting my um, pants down on this zigzag. Her friends could come down at any moment to come join us. I'm emergency crapping. Jenny turns the corner. She clocks me eye to eye. I start screaming, turn around, turn around, stop looking at me. Over a cliff? Well, it was on the edge of a cliff. It hasn't fallen off yet. So I emergency crap. Jenny's screaming. I'm screaming. They're wondering what's going on. And then I kick my crap off the cliff. It's <laughs> like I kick my I kick my crap off a cliff. Yeah. Like you're like I just got I got a hand. Yeah, I got a hand. Like, <laughs> it's got to go somewhere. Yeah. It's got to go somewhere. Throw away the evidence. The, I can't have my crap here as we're w- pleasantly going up and down mm. from the beach later that night on our Scooby yeah, snacks. Yeah. Anyways, I kick my shit off the cliff. Jenny's. I'm like I am shocked. We're both shocked. I'm like you can come around the corner now, and she comes around. We're both huffing and puffing. I'm like I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's my time. Okay, I have a question wow. right away. Yeah. Okay, so usually when I have to emergency D like that, yeah. the consistency would be nothing that I could kick. It would Listen, be. It was a- on top of a pile of leaves. Oh, okay. I could kick the leaves off. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Right away. Wait, you, this do- sounds pretty planned out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I planned it. That's right. I planned her emergency diarrhea on that cliff because I wanted to show Jenny what kind of woman I was. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that, that's it. I shat that's on leaves, time. okay? Oh Thanks. my God. I'm a PLT. Move on. Amy Good Murphy is a PLT. PLT. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm up. Okay, so this one's a very recent PLT story. So about uh, two weeks ago, I was very lucky. I got this gig in Vancouver. Do you know who the Countess Luann is from New York Housewives? Of course. Okay, so she was she was touring her cabaret show, and they needed someone to host her Q&A halfway through the show. So luckily, I knew someone at the Vogue. Um, I had a little phone audition, got the gig. I go there. Okay, so my job is very easy. I just have to go around with the microphone and ask, you know, hi, what's your name? Where are you from? What's your question for Luann? And then if I have a little something, you know, to button it with like a little joke or something I can and I'm running around kind of like Billy Eichner in the streets you know what I mean like hey, come here come here come here and I have a camera girl chasing me because I'm on the screen <laughs> and so so many people wanted to ask Luann um, a question and right before I went up uh, I'm sitting there and I had the mic the whole time just so when it was my turn I could get up and do it and at one point when I stood up for her the mic dropped and I, I don't know how it happened but the girl behind me somehow found it and suddenly she had a mic and I looked I'm like that's mine so I took it and she's like oh my god are you, what's why do you have a mic I'm like oh I'm doing the Q&A and she's like oh my god can you please let us ask her a question I'm like, yeah, I will try my best. So then I go, give me the mic. Yeah. So then I get my mic back and I'm going around and I have to go upstairs. Like this is a huge theater and I'm asking all these people and everyone's like, please, Ryan, please. And I'm trying, you know, here you go, you go. It's when I get lost a little bit in my head. I forget about the girls behind me. So when I get back in my seat after they're fucking pissed, like they're mad. They're like mid late twenties. They're trash. They're clearly from like you know, an hour or two outside of Vancouver. They're Sudbury, trash. Massachusetts. Maybe Sudbury, Massachusetts. Somewhere around there, probably. <laughs> yeah. But they're pissed at me. Like, you didn't come. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I, you know, I just got caught up and I was like, it was stressful. <sighs> and then a few songs more go by. And then 
I notice my jacket's gone. So for the whole encore, I can't, I have my like phone and I have my light on and I'm looking for my jacket and I can't enjoy this end of Luann show. And then, (laughs) and then it's over and then people are leaving and I like give my mic back and stuff and my jacket is gone. And now I'm like looking to see if there's a lost and found because my wallet and my keys are in there. And finally I'll go back into the theater and these bitches had taken my jacket and just (gasps) thrown it onto another seat. And it was just sitting there. My wallet, my keys, everything was still intact. But what little cunts. What little cunts. They were so mad. This was and this was a retaliation to take my jacket. And I guess, I don't know what they were going to do with it. They probably kept it for a while. And then finally at the end, they were like, fuck him. And they just threw my jacket. And like. They probably wiped their asses with it. Oh my God. I never thought about that. I should wash it probably. Yeah. Anyway. That's the worst they could do. Like, <laughs> but like, why did they even have to do that? It's like, so mean. Because I didn't ask them. I didn't let them ask Queen Countess Luann a question. They threw your jacket. Yeah. It's like bullying in elementary school. I know. And they probably love themselves. Like they, when I was looking for it, they were still behind me. So they were like, <gasps> they had it behind them and they were probably like, <laughs> jokes on they you They didn't now. like take any money or anything? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> And you can tap, I shouldn't say this, but you can tap with my debit card. So if they took my debit card, I would have been fucked. They could have just been like tap, 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 tap. And there's, and it would have been unlimited. Yeah. They I, could have spent yes. and spent and spent. My, my daily limit is a million dollars. They might have for, they might have for the night. Did yeah. like, you check your bank? Yeah. Anyway, look, pardon me. Did you check your bank? Yeah. And they used I it. checked right away. No, no, they didn't. Those but, cunts. But I want to say, yeah, you little cunts. You're fucking PLTs. Yeah, one, two, three. They're yeah. the PLTs. PLTs. You little bitches little. taking his jacket. Yeah, you ever take my buddy's jacket again, girls? <laughs> okay, that's all I'm gonna say. They yeah. know if yeah. you listen to the they, pod, they know. know. They'll know. They're they're like we we left it. <laughs> we didn't touch it. We didn't touch it. Yeah. Um. Okay, honey. I'm really sorry you had to go through I'm that. So, yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so glad I got it back. It was very stressful. Me too. I would be. I would be. I don't even know. That's so mean. I know. Making you stress like that. Your jacket with your wallet and your keys and all your shit. Mm-hmm. Those bitches. While you're trying to work. Yes. Yeah. At Luann show. Yeah. My prep was in there. Also Luann show. <laughs> That's amazing. She can't sing. Scott. She can't sing. Oh PLT. No. Don't say. But it was so you're fun. You're not going to get invited back. Well, speaking of PLTs, honey. You're up. Yeah. I know. And I, I was, I have, I have plenty of stories. I speak. <laughs> and, and by the way, your story, Amy, like I, I have told on numerous stories about shitting myself oh. uh, to, with Chris on talk shows. Yeah, like saw it's Jimmy Fallon. It's sort of like my, it's like my thing. So Thank like you. yours, I'm like, Oh, how embarrassing. Like I, <laughs> there's I'm, more to you. Done it a million times. Um, but I won't bore you with more because okay. I do have them. Um, Mine, I'm going to keep it, keep it quick. And I, I, this is the one I'm going to go with. Um, short little story. I, when I was living in New York with friends, uh, was out one night, you know, getting drunk. I met this guy and he was visiting. I think he was, I think he was French. He was, he didn't live in New York. Um, but we were drunk and I was like, Ooh, I'm like, I'm, I go home with this guy. Like I let's go. Where are you staying? He was like, I'm staying at this hotel. And I was like, all right. So we, we go to leave together. And I, for whatever reason, I just was like, wanted to, you know, make it clear that we were not going to be having sex. Um, which also, by the way, didn't mean that we weren't going to fool around. I just want, like, there was going to be no actual sex. No like, penetration, no maybe. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, we're not having sex. She's like, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, we, uh, we get out of the, the taxi on the way home and we stop at like a CVS or something. We go in and he's buying condoms. And I was just like, okay, I don't know. I don't know why you're buying condoms because uh, we're not, we're not having sex. Like we're not having sex. Like I was saying it and we're walking in, we walk into his hotel, we're walking in and like, I had definitely like really made the point clear. We get to his hotel door and he opens it a little bit and like, he sits there and like thinks for a second. And I was like, what's, what's happening? And then he like closes the hotel and he was like, wait, come this way. I want to show you something. And I was like, Oh, where, like, are we going to like a pool, like a hot tub? Like, where, where are we going? We walk all the way to like the end, like past all like the, it was not a nice hotel, like all the way past all the hotel doors. And there's like a door at the end and he opens it up and it's a door to the street. And he looks at me and says, he looks at me and says, uh, so, so no sex, right? Well, this is where you get off. <gasps> and he g- gives me a little shove outside and slams. The- <laughs> and 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 a week later was like my birthday and actually my friend Bo made me a t-shirt that said this is where you get off which is very funny but but I I called my I called my friend Steve I was close to his place and I was like this just happened and I went and got us sandwiches and I went to Steve's and we ate sandwiches but he said he said no sex like I would have I would have done other things 
<laughs> so wow. I don't get to fuck you. Yeah. Get out. And it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a push. It was sort of just like a he like led me. Like there was like a little step down. Like uh, the door it like opened up. I hear like horns honking, like lights. I was like, this isn't a hot tub. Uh, I was like, what, where? <laughs> and he said, no sex. And I was like. Uh, and he said, "This is where you. This is where you get off." Uh, Why would he even bring you back to the hotel then? I don't know. I think maybe he thought he could convince. But like, we could have. We could have had. We could have done other things. Yeah. There's a lot more to do. You could have so, gave him a BJ. You could have. You could have put but an it, HJ, a BJ. But just I go literally. I would have done the, all listen, the J's. It was just literally. It just I stepped outside and the door and it was so loud. Like the door. It was like one of those exit doors, so it was heavy and it just like closed. And I was like. And there's no handle on the outside. Like it's like a one way, like exit. It closed. And I was like, Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and you were probably being so <sighs> sultry on the way out. Where, like you said, where are we going? Where are we going What's cutie? this? Yeah. What's oh, this? where are you staying? Where's your hotel? <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, This is where you get uh, off. Did he have a French accent? Probably, but like, I just wanted to be like, and well, I was like, you got the saying right. Like, that's the good, good one. Good, wow. good usage. Good. <laughs> um, well, listen, there's two PLTs here because you are a PLT. Yeah. <laughs> you are it's very, you are yeah. a PLT. Oh, yeah. He's the real yeah, fucking the real PLT. <sighs> what a pilt if I ever heard one. Yeah. No sex. This is where you get. Also, where did you see that? This is where you get off. Like, I just, honestly, like, I kind of, like, now I look, I like love it. My friends yeah. say it to me all the time. Like, my friend made me a shirt and I wore it on my birthday. <laughs> This is where this is where you get off. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I'm gonna say one, two, three. You, you are, are a PLT. PLT. You poor oh little god. thing. I'm sorry I that know. happened to you. I know. No one's ever uh, said that to me. They're going to. Yeah, probably. This is where you It'll get happen. off. <laughs> Ew! And you were probably confused, and then the door shut. Yeah. I was like, "Where's the hot tub?" Slam. Yeah. Slam. Slam. Knock, knock, knock. Hey, I'll suck your dick. Yeah. Nope. I'll uh, suck your dick. Let me back in, this, please. Stop, stop being cute. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> he probably went in his hotel room, went on Grinder, and then found a guy that will you fuck? Yeah, okay, get over yeah, here. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Ew. All right, like just rubbing salt in the wound. I oh, get it. Sorry. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Hey. Whatever. Like, sorry, sir, I wasn't a slut. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant it. Well, that was an asshole. Like, cause I, I was telling that Amy, I list like a nice night in by myself these days. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm single right now, and I could be doing stuff about it. But you know what? The other night I watched Jeopardy, and then yeah. the Candyman. I had a couple wines. I went to bed. Yeah, that was my Friday night. That wine. sounds perfect. That sounds perfect, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's get into the very final part of our PLT episode, mm-hmm. where Great. we ask you a question and everybody answers it. Um, and we're gonna let you go first, honey. The question is: Would you suck off a ninety-year-old man for fifty thousand dollars, Scott? I mean, absolutely. <laughs> like there is like no. But, like I would do it for ten. Like what? I don't, I don't see the, I don't see the problem at all. First of all, like okay, nineties old, but like I don't like he. I, I, I mean, it's like I'm helping. I'm doing something sweet, and I'm getting paid. Yeah. Okay, no, no, hold on. I need to stop you right there because I'm feeling a fucking trend here. Listen, wh- let me no. In the first time for the first time in PLT history, <sighs> I'm going to change the question. Okay. Oh. Would you go down on a 90-year-old woman Ooh. for $50,000? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> 50,000? 10, oh, 10, I, 10. 10 might be rough. 50 is a little rough. And not that I have anything against vaginas. I just really have everything against vaginas. Oh, right. No, yeah. exactly. We under- yeah. understand. That's how I should have fucking rephrased this. That's how I should have said this question. So what's the answer, honey? There's a labia down there. There's also for fifty. To- for fifty. Yeah. What if you had to do it for an hour? Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> and it's someone's family member. I think so. I like. I'm not rich, and I like money. Fifty thousand dollars a lot of money. It's your best friend's grandmother. How close are they? They know each other. Well. She was, she's just going to keep changing. I might like that more. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. You don't get to answer anymore, Ryan. And it's a woman, not a man. So now it's a, going down on a woman yeah. for an hour for $10,000. Yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> would you 
really? Of course I would. Oh, can I have a couple what? of like vodka sodas before too? I'm not doing it. I'm really? not doing it. Ten grand? I don't think that I could like switch my mind. This is how fucking crazy I am. I guess maybe I need to like. Re- this is my part of relaxing. Mm-hmm. I need to chill out. I don't. I feel like I couldn't carry that with me. And like for the rest of my life, part of my story was that I went down on a nine year old woman for money. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I, no, maybe no one would. I wouldn't tell anybody. I'd have to. Really? That listen, oh. but you. I think people would give you a pat on the back. Yeah, Kim Kardashian had a sex tape, and then look at her now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's the equivalent. That does make sense. All right. Well, (laughs) thanks for being here, Scott. I had so much fun, you guys. Scott, where can people find you on socials? Why Instagram is Scott Evans Graham. Love and it. actually, I'm Love not even pot, my Twitter. I'm not even sure. I think it's the Scott Evans, okay. but I'm not even sure. You're probably going to find the other Scott Evans. Awesome. Oh okay. God, well, fuck Scott this Scott. Yeah. This really went downhill. Scott. <laughs> I, I, I should have known that stuff. <laughs> and if that French, oh. if that French guy is listening to this. Yeah. Fuck. Watch fuck your you. back. Watch fuck your you back. And watch yeah. your back. And, and, yeah, and apologize to Scott. Off. Yeah. This is where you get off. Yeah. You motherfucker. Scott, please. We don't talk like that here. Yeah. Okay, well, Scott, Scott we're going to go ahead and say we love you. Yes, and we thank love you. you. I had thank so, so much, much fun, you guys. Yay, oh, thank you, thank Scott. You. Thanks for tuning in to Poor Little Thing, the podcast. We love you. And if you love us, please don't forget to like, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Ryan and Amy Show. If you want to see exclusive content and extra goodies, join our Patreon and strap in because it gets wet and wild. <laughs> <laughs> and as we always say, you, you poor, poor little thing. Ghost Hounds. The new album, First Last Time, out now. Get First Last Time now. Anywhere you get your music. Ghost Hounds, First Last Time. New Ghost Hounds tour in the works. Stay tuned. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.